0: Good morning, everyone, and thank you for being here today as I announce my 2022 Executive Operating Budget. Over the past year, our city, and indeed our world, has been faced with enormous difficulty and uncertainty. The COVID-19 pandemic, despite our hopes, is not over, and its economic and social impacts still reverberate through our society. The national trends of gun violence, dangerous driving, and rancorous politics threaten to swamp our local efforts. But despite all this, there is reason for hope. The vaccination rates here in Madison are among the best in the nation, and the measures that we've taken to protect our community from COVID-19 have held our case rates below those in other places. Our economy has begun to recover, and our unemployment rate is low. Friendly administrations at the state and federal level have delivered unprecedented aid to our nation's cities, allowing us to get on the path to recovery sooner. Today, I am introducing an operating budget that outlines a path forward on many of the challenges facing our community. We're about to have a call behind me. I'll keep going, but if, we, if it gets too loud, I'll pause. So today I'm introducing an operating budget that outlines a path forward on many of the challenges facing our community. I remain committed to investing in public health and public safety, to creating housing choices for all and to building resilience to climate change and to centering racial equity and social justice. My 2022 Executive Operating Budget makes investments in these areas by utilizing Federal American Rescue Plan Act funding, focusing our own resources better, and it does so with the smallest increase in property taxes, just 1.1% in 20 years. The Executive 2022 Operating Budget continues to deliver on Madison's service promise to provide excellent public services while focusing on four key areas. The first is ensuring equitable city services to new residents from the town of Madison, innovating on violence prevention and public safety, investing even more in affordable housing, and supporting our diverse city workforce. I'm going to start with talking about the town of Madison. In late 2022, many residents of the town will become residents of the City of Madison and begin receiving city services. In fact, that's why we're here today at Fire Station 6. The areas further down Badger Road here are among numerous streets and properties that are currently outside city limits, but will be attached to the city in October of next year. And here with me are representatives of the numerous departments and services that we are expanding to serve that additional territory and those additional residents of the city in 2022. Staff have been anticipating and preparing for this attachment for years. Our key goal is to ensure that we can provide high quality and equitable service to the approximately 5000 people who will become city residents. These new residents are more diverse than our current population. Over 27% of the town's population is Latinx, compared to just under 7% in the city. And the town's black population is over 13%, compared to 7.3% in the city. To ensure that these new residents from the town receive the city's high standard of service, my 2022 budget includes funding to add staff and supplies in numerous agencies. The Streets Division budget includes four new staff positions to ensure that we can plow snow, sweep streets, collect garbage and leaves, and make repairs on and along the streets that will be added to the city. The Clerk's Office budget includes funding to run elections and offer education and assistance to our new voters. Eight officers were added to the Police Department to ensure parallel service and response times and 10 new firefighters are funded in the budget to reduce overtime and help ensure adequate emergency response times throughout the city, including the new areas from the town of Madison. The parks division budget includes funding for deferred maintenance in town parks and to remove diseased ash trees. The Department of civil rights budget includes funding for a new community connector position to expand our outreach, engagement with and assistance to spanish-speaking residents including those joining the city from the town and many other city agencies are prepared to ensure equitable and quality service to new city residents the budget also continues to fund numerous community assistance programs that will be available to residents from the town when they join the city including things like neighborhood grants housing rehabilitation assistance, child care assistance, property tax assistance for seniors and others. The next area that I wanna talk about is innovation in violence prevention and public safety. My budget continues to pr- prioritize innovative approaches to public safety and violence prevention. One year ago, we provided seed funding for a new program to reimagine emergency response for mental health related calls. And today, Our CARES team is on the streets helping people. This team treats behavioral health emergencies as the medical issues that they are, centering patient needs and patient care and linking them to treatment options. This year, I'm dedicating 600,000 to continue this program and evaluate its impacts with an eye towards future expansions. We are also continuing to support programs that help ensure the Madison Police Department is a leader in public service accountability and innovation my budget continues full funding for the independent police monitor office and the police civilian oversight board the board will be hiring a position to fill the office for the independent monitor soon and we look forward to continuing to advance the agenda laid out by the ad hoc police policy and procedure review committee at the request of our new police chief The budget also includes a new police reform and innovation director within the department this position will use data-driven methods to create new strategies for exemplary policing police reform reducing disparities and violence prevention my budget also continues to place a heavy focus on public the public health approach to violence prevention leveraging arpa funding have included over a million dollars for violence prevention efforts that will implement the Madison-Dane County Roadmap to Reducing Violence. The city conducts this work as part of a coalition of grassroots organizations, government agencies, and community members to address a full spectrum of violence prevention approaches, including stopping violence before it occurs, intervening and preventing further re-engagement in violence, and supporting individual and community healing following violence. Reducing and preventing violence, especially gun violence, is a top priority. We cannot be satisfied with Band-Aid solutions. We must invest in systemic approaches that engage multiple agencies and stakeholders to truly make our city safe for all. The next area of focus is affordable housing. And as I have done in my last two budgets, I have also continued to prioritize and increase the city's efforts on affordable housing in this budget. The housing issues we face are multifaceted. We see deep disparities in who is able to own a home. We face affordability challenges related to the pressures of population growth. We have thousands of residents whose livelihoods were impacted by COVID who are struggling to pay the rent and we need a diversity of housing solutions for residents experiencing homelessness. In this budget, and with federal COVID-related funding, I have dedicated funds that address these various aspects of our community's housing needs. Funding for affordable housing in the executive operating budget is in addition to the 21.6 million dedicated to housing issues in my executive capital budget. I've dedicated nearly $6.6 million to help expand low-cost housing choices in the operating budget. That includes funding a renter's choice program that will reduce barriers for renting for tenants that might otherwise be screened out of the process due to damage reports or low credit scores. It also provides funding for Madison residents wishing to purchase a home, make needed home repairs, or take on energy-saving retrofits. The budget also expands our eviction defense program and services under this program are available to qualifying people in Dane County who have a scheduled eviction trial regardless of immigration status. We're also dedicating $2 million to support operations associated with homeless services. The last area that I want to touch on is the ways in which we're growing our own diverse workforce here in the city. While the budget works to advance equity in our community, it also looks inward at diversity and equity within the city's workforce and expands on our successful apprenticeship and trainee programs for diversifying our workforce. This year, we're expanding our Green Power trainee program that installs solar panels and LEDs, and adding an infrastructure employment and training program to bring our annual sidewalk installation and repair in-house instead of contracting it out. We're adding a new conservation trainee position in parks and a new streets trainee program as an outgrowth of the division's longtime seasonal labor laborer positions. All of these programs are designed to make city employment accessible to a broad range of people and to diversify our city workforce. My 2022 Executive Operating Budget, along with the 2022 Executive Capital Budget, makes substantial investments in housing, sustainability, equity, community services, and our workforce. And While we continue to face challenging times with a pandemic and the fallout it has created in our community. I believe the priorities of this budget will help us to continue building back a stronger and more equitable and more resilient city. Before closing, I want to thank all of the city staff that are here with me today. They are able to answer questions about the specific services that we're expanding for the town or other programs that I've mentioned. And I want to thank the fire department for hosting us. With that, I'm happy to take questions about the budget. Abby. So it's always a goal for us to uh, reduce the impact of property taxes, particularly for those that are on fixed incomes in our community. Uh, But alongside that, we are severely restricted uh, by the state legislature in how much we can raise the levy. So it's always a balancing act to try and um, raise the revenue that we need uh, while still staying within those very strict state limits. Um, we did have a number of very difficult decisions this budget. We started out with an almost $18 million gap. Um, and while some things broke our way, uh, I think that it's important to acknowledge President Biden and Governor Evers uh, for their support with federal and state ARPA funds. Uh, we would not be balancing the budget without that support. Um, and that's an indicator that our budgets are going to continue to be difficult going forward year after year because of the extreme restrictions that the state legislature has placed on us other questions budget, so, so? so that is why we're making investments uh, in this budget in additional staff and additional service for the town of madison um, obviously, adding 5,000 people and a significant geography um, does mean that we need to expand our services. Um, and I expect that we will see, in addition to the investments that we're making in the 2022 budget, that we will continue to see in 23 and possibly even 24, that we may need to expand services to the town uh, in those years as well. We are excited to be taking on the Town of Madison. Uh, I think it's a great thing for our city, uh, but we definitely want to make sure that we're providing equitable service to our new residents that will be joining us next October. Uh, It's the end of October 22. Other questions? In the white first and then the black. (laughs) So the primary investments in our Vision Zero program happened in the capital budget, but we are actually, we have combined a number of different programs in the capital budget that will fund our Vision Zero work, including the speed reductions, but also the infrastructure changes and education and enforcement that need to happen. So, in in the 22 budget, we are fully funding a year of the current CARES program. uh, And we're also funding an evaluation of it uh, so that we can be sure that we're collecting the data to understand how effective it is and looking at where it might need to be expanded in future budgets. Anything else? I'd be happy to do one-on-ones if you'd like, and all of the fine folks behind me um, are available for questions as well. We have, as you can see, police, fire, uh, streets, parks, public health, and our fantastic Latinx community engagement team folks are here. We also have finance um, and DCR if you have questions for any of them. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Really appreciate it. Have a good rest of your days.